Hello and welcome to our global S&OP community weekly podcast Brought to you by Ahmed Khalid and Ahmed Al-Hamamsi from Middle East Our global S&OP community podcast mission is to build a global community from supply chain, marketing, trade marketing, sales and finance all over the world Where everyone's voice could be heard and listened Every week we host a new episode with great thought leader in the S&OP industry. We believe that one word, one story, or one conversation could open up the light in the screen of your consciousness and you'll never be the same again. We discuss hot and trending topics with our subject matter experts by asking the right questions that uncover their valuable experience in our show. You can visit our website ahmedkhaled.com .co Stay tuned every week with our global S&OP community podcast. This is the global S&B community and uh, now we are in episode 8 and we have, uh, uh, of course, uh, knowledge you won't find in uh, books. Please tell us uh, where are you tuning in from and uh, Khaled, uh, how are you doing? How are things in Saudi? Everything is going uh, very good. Uh, life is beautiful, weather is good, everything is on the right track. And I'm so excited today because we have a great guest with a great topic today, which will be covered. And this topic, I believe that many people, they don't understand what is the aim or the objective of this topic, which we will be able to cover today. Just to restress again on our mission, our mission is to build a global S&OP community all over the world, including supply chain, marketing, sales, and trade marketing, and even finance all over the world, because we believe that this platform can be the voice for the voiceless. That's why we always, we're always uh, um, inviting the best subject matter leaders or the thought leaders in the industry itself. So you can ask them questions, whatever in your mind. And today we have a great topic and a great uh, thought leader in the industry. Yes, exactly. Today we have a very special guest, uh, not only because she's an expert in, in, in supply chain for years and she attended, uh, she is invited uh, in a lot of uh, events as a, as a speaker, a keynote speaker. Of course, she's very experienced and she opened her own business of supply chain advisory and it's, uh, and it's growing currently, but because of her values because of what she stands for and because of how she's helping uh, everybody, uh, not only in her network, but everybody on, on LinkedIn and outside LinkedIn and, and, and through her work and her passion that, uh, that, that she, she drives a lot of values in her work. So, uh, Khaled, you need to add any more words to our uh, beautiful guest before we introduce her. I'm so excited to introduce our uh, guest today, Jet, if you can let her uh, coming for sure. Yes, Jit Henshwan. Jit, thank you so much for joining us today and already Great having a lot of uh, people coming in from all over the world. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's very nice of you. I'm, I'm so excited today. So thank, thank you. you. The same thank here. You. And today, as I said, that this topic, the supply chain sustainability and agility, it's something that many people, they don't under, understand it uh, from a social point of view, from environmental point of view, because most people, they think that it's only about economical or financial. That's why you have a lot 
uh, uh, of mission i would say missions today to be discovered so we we, we have a we have a pleasure to have you today seriously thank you so much you're so welcome thank you for having me looking forward to it thank you Jit. and we have a lot of already a lot of people let's uh, talk to our uh, friends here pinar thank you for for joining us uh, mustafa Sliman from thank egypt you. how are you Thank you, brother. Our friend from India, thank you for joining us. Diane, uh, Josh, thank you for joining us. Awesome topic, thank you. And we have uh, also Dennis from Ghana. Thank you from, for Great joining you, us. Brother. Thank you. Thank you for being here. Sarika saluting women empowerment. Thank you. <laughs> thank you, Sarika. Turan from Turkey, I think. Yeah, Turan, our old friend. How are you doing? Great to I, see you, Turan. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Turan. Jit, uh, tell us uh, briefly from your experience, uh, what is sustainability in supply chain? Some people, they are not, uh, they are familiar maybe with, uh, they hear a lot about sustainability, but they cannot relate it to supply chain or they they really uh, don't, don't understand it uh, well. So in your own words and from your experience, what is yeah. sustainability? Yeah. Right. So sustainability first introduced um, in 1713. It's that long. No. So wow. it's here in, in German, Germany and it's in about forestry or something like that. What it means in sustainability means sustained yield. Means you can never harvest more than the forest can regenerate in time, right? Which is yeah. makes perfect sense. So um, now, what what why people don't have that knowledge yet? Because it's certainly quite new, you know, for for the um, economic perspective. But um, I would like to encourage people to see that it's not actually. Um, alienate um, topic at all if you have a chance to you know walk um, barefoot on your on the grass on the green grass on the soft grass you would just reconnect to the nature that is certainly um, everything that we we experience from the nature is very soothing nature is always giving right us for for the for the best um, of our ability to to grow or, or to be the person or how to um, enjoy just just to sit under the tree under the shade of the tree you you feel that even you know you cannot talk or anything you can feel the silent energy and it's certainly soothing um, human nature and other um, animal as well so um, when it comes to sustainability in supply chain what that it means is certainly is the management of you know you manage the environment impact in your network right now what what are the networks networks mean you know the suppliers uh, manufacturer mm -hmm. distribution center or logistic partners and all that including the customer as well and your team so um now how how do you understand um sustainable supply chain is certainly you need to apply those um you know if you don't know where to start you can apply the 17 uh un sdg into your goal and all that where you're gonna start you're gonna need to know your business inside out if you are in um, logistics transportation your sdg or your um, sustainability might mean very differently from the warehouse or from the manufacturing perspective right or from the retail or the fashion or garment or other product that you that you promote so um how can you start with that you're gonna need to know what sustainability mean to you is that mean that you need to reduce the package that you design is that mean that you need to change the energy that you use or how can you reduce those costs and all that it certainly it can mean anything but again you need to apply that into your business it's required you to know your business inside out that that i would i would start uh, wow so, Jit, uh, one thing that came into my mind at that point so why shall i would say uh, businesses even uh, whatever scale for the business whether it's a small medium or big businesses why shall they focus on sustainability and i would say uh, not just focusing on on a single bottom line because most companies when they start they think into the financial level which is something that normal for sure we are here just to generate profit but how 
from your experience and from your valuable for sure uh, years of experience in that field how you can convince them that sustainability it's something very essential nowadays and they, they shouldn't only focus on the single bottom line rather than focusing on the triple bottom line i would say in terms of social responsibility and in terms of environmental responsibility yeah. yes right it's this um i i don't need to convince them here's the reason why because yeah. <laughs> because the business exists to fulfill the customer demand right the customer mm. demand what what that means mean that a customer that want a product the investor that invest in your business or in your company yeah so so you need to fulfill those demand in order to stay afloat so mm. um it's pretty much um at the basic level as a person as a human who who share the earth with the others as long as you need the air you need clean water uh, food or um, harmonious society it is everyone's business so it's the ethics and moral um, call for everyone to to join that and um, the brand and the image of the company is certainly important because the social media and the internet can share the, the information instantly across the globe and if you you're not being transparent or you're not um, stand for what is right uh, the customer would not want to buy your product and it will impact your image and all that so it's certainly a call and it's a pressure as well it's a pressure from from the society is um from the regulation you know um a lots of you know companies is one is over 160 company of, out of 500 global company already have um sdg goal as the um oh, formal yeah. and yeah. represent over 23 um i i mean is why 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 would you don't want to live right or the cleaner world and the global pandemic certainly pointed out that we need to take care of the nature because we realize that we all are one and it's come back to us in in many ways so um to answer your question or oh, why do i need to convince them i don't need to convince them it's it's the yeah. matter of time that you is the to stay alive and stay um as a person or as a human in the nature right in terms of business um i have the um the the data that actually prove that the investor interest more to invest in the company that have SDG um, uh -huh. in it. And they also proved that, you know, over 2000 companies that um, they proved that they realized the value and they earn more profit in the past five years that the company that invests in SDG. So how did they do that? You might, you might, um, you might ask yourself, they certainly changed the business model because um, the traditional business nowadays is just slowing down because we are under the transition, right? A lot of things that we, you know, the digital world and the physical world is pretty much merged into each other. It's pretty much represent one another in some ways. And again, the nonprofit or charity and the business in terms mm -hmm. of profit, it's pretty much blend into each other as well. You know, you, you can see the social um, business and all that growing and a circular e economy is certainly, um, provide some new opportunity for for the company to grow into it because traditional business struggling to to survive and they find new way how they're going to generate more revenue generate more profit and certainly sustainability is certainly one one of them that that create more profit there's a data um statistic proof that you know the company that invests in in um sdg and environment and all that earn more profit than the company that don't invest in it so i don't need to convince anyone is this a matter of time that they will realize yeah, it you convinced me <laughs> you convinced us of course yes that's a great a great answer Jit, and i agree with you what happened and the pandemic uh, people started to be more on the net so people started to be more uh, like aware of what's happening and they started to search on google about what the company is doing what's their activities are they into child labor are they into uh, such activities like that and this really affects the sales of, of, of some companies so companies started to be aware and started to work on the uh, 17 rules or whatever Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. yes yes about uh, 
this uh, so they start they have to abide uh, about this so as you said it's it's coming uh, people have to abide to, uh, to that to to to, uh, to sustainability it's uh, it's coming not not that you have to convince them so you convinced us with this beautiful landscape <laughs> yes and, and something also to be added here i believe that even companies that they're not convinced with sustainability there are there are some external forces i believe from government because government now uh, they are too much aware about what's happening in terms of sustainability and the initiatives and they are forcing most companies in that because that the, i would say from the company's point of view that they are not abiding as hamamsi said that uh, in the rules of sustainability and they're not into sustainability they will have they will face some difficulties in terms of facilitation uh, anything in terms of expansion all of this they yes. have the history of of the company so if if they will not invest uh, in their triple bottom line, I would say in sustainability without any initiatives, for sure the, the external forces from the government, they will not be able to help them and they will not give them the priority. This one thing, and I love what you said, uh, uh, Jit, when it comes to brand image, because uh, I don't want to say I have many examples on that, but uh, uh, there are some brands that they got hurt in, in terms of sustainability because of uh, carbon emissions, because of not uh, sticking to the green supply chain, manufacturing, distribution, uh, all of that. So uh, the brand image, I believe it's also connected with sustainability because the consumer or the shopper will perceive all of that from a social responsibility. You will see it like that and they will be connected. And I have one example in that one story. And I just I, I tried to have a, a reverse psychology in that. Uh, if you know Burak, if you know guys Burak, you know Burak, he, he is uh, shawarma, you know, for he is making yeah. too much meat. He's Turkish guy. He's a very good cooker and uh, he's very famous. But I, I watched one of his uh, uh, videos out of cooking. He was helping people. He was going uh, for orphanage, helping uh, people there, all of that. So can you imagine uh, after doing this video and after connecting with people, his profit is going drastically up because he connected. Can you see he connected with his consumer or his his people too much? That's why just as psychology, when you are giving to the society, for sure, people will connect more to you. That That's why sustainability is very essential in that point. Yeah, yeah, great points, uh, Khaled. And uh, let's uh, let's take before we ask uh, Jit more and more questions about and understand more about sustainability. With her. Let's take some of our beautiful guests, Kim Biles, joining us from US. Thank you, Kim. Great to see you, Kim. Thank you, uh, Shadi Al Jackie, our friend from Egypt. Hi, Shadi. Great to see you, Shadi. Thank Mustafa you. from USA. Mustafa, Mustafa, thank you for joining us. Thank you, Mustafa. Thank you so much. Pinarias from Turkey. Thank you, Pinar, for, for joining us. Kadash Bashkash We have Ligia from Costa Rica, our friend. Thank you, Ligia, for joining us, of course. Thank you so much. Beautiful country. Yeah, Kenneth, also our friend, our friend, of course. For sure. Thank He's you old. so much, Kenneth. Of course, yes. Thank you. Uh, from South Africa, they're saying the information. Is, thank you so much, uh, Mubelo. Thank you, Chomo, Mubelo, so much. Thank you so much. Because, guys, if you have any questions, uh, we have the expertise here also uh, with Jit, and uh, we uh, we we can answer all your questions about sustainability. Here's, there is saying sustainable development goals is a must for organizations to profit. Great point. Thank you. Yes. Thank you, Dennis. Thank you, Dipian, for joining us. Also, Noor, Fatima. We have a lot of a lot of friends coming. Uh, oh, we have our first question. So, do you find companies in the US willing to change their business model to aid in sustainability? Jit, I think you touched a little bit on that, but uh, can you? We can take the question, yeah, from Kim Biles. Yes, absolutely. So. Um, Actually, actually, um, business in America do a lot of already changing the model. To mm. um, it start in. Um, let me let me share the story about about yeah. the um, carpet company. I don't remember which year that that um, is called in the grain. The, the company mm. called in the grain. It start in I believe twenty mm. years ago, 
is the COVID yeah. company. I don't remember the the um, the CEO's name, mm, but yeah. he was he was confronted by by the committee, you know, the internal uh, meeting. That hey, what is your environment? for for your company yeah. but you know the carpet you know the carpet com- company and the product is certainly um leave a lot of footprint right in the environment yeah. and he was managing um the company for over 20 years and he come to the point that oh oh i don't really have the policy or any vision how to take care yeah. of the environment and i need to do it and what he realized what i like about that company in the grain um the carpet uh, international he said that this is the matter of responsibility this is what i want to point out because um when you take responsibility and you you hold yourself accountable and you want to do something that is good for for the society not just to survive or make the product just just for your own profit um he take into consideration and he need to he said we need to change everything we do you know, mm-hmm. from from the um, um, instead of produce a product and put into the market and leave it to the customer to to assume that everybody take responsibility to clean up after themselves, right? That is a flaw, like right there, and you know why? Because not everybody take responsibility. So what he did, he come up with the the idea that instead of selling it, he come up with the idea to lease the carpet instead. So what he did is just um, whoever buy the carpet instead of buying it, so they lease it, and mm. they will after it torn out, after it wear out, they will go in and tear it apart and take it back and use those material to recycle um, in oh. to, to the material again, and also replace with the new with the new um, um, carpet. So instead of selling it, they're leasing the company instead. And what what did they do is they reduce the raw material, right? Because they have the one that they bring it back, and also it's um it's they 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 change it into the um service model instead, you know, and bring and integrate um circular economy into into their business model. Wow. So it's it's reduced the cost. Um, just like you said, um, it's impact the bottom line and also increase the revenue because mm. it's, it's when you reduce what? When you reduce reduce the cost in operation, it's yes. in the higher revenue in, in many ways. So, um, and it's also have the environmental impact as well. So they, they did in, in, in terms of that. And that is uh, part of it. And America have a lot of companies that I don't have the number in, in, in uh in my mind but it's certainly just only the 500 fortune company is mm. over 160 companies and a lot of that i believe that over 40 companies came from america that lead that um, sdg goal that applied into into the corporation i certainly believe that they will um, change their mind and also if they have more the other day I have um, I have a client approach me and ask that they would like to do that as well so more and more company would like to to explore the new opportunity to go into sustainability because um, but how they do it they need to realize and capture the value you know um, if, if the company if the customer said that I really want this uh, if you have the the product that you know have a bulky package before right nowadays you can see that you know it come up it with the idea is very and it protect the the product as well and also reduce the waste into the environment and all that so for me i think is is a new growth is 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 um represent the survival as well if, if you can see because the traditional business is slowing down and you you want to find some way you want to survive and sustainability is certainly another another chance that you can do that is good for the business is good for the planet and the people as well so. great great points uh, amazing of course and uh, uh totally agree with you and i love this example of the carpet company they totally changed their vision their, uh, mission they change everything so that they can and uh, actually as you said they hit uh, more profit while uh, 
hitting the triple bottom line like Ahmed was saying, environmental effect, social, and also they managed to save and uh, reuse, uh, reduce the cost. It's a wonderful example. I didn't hear it before, but thank you for, for sharing with us. Yeah, so welcome. Thank you. So I have one thing also in my mind, uh, Jet. If you allow me, I'll ask you this question in terms of sustainability. So how can sustainability plays a role to select the right, I would say, supply chain partners? Oh, yeah. Customers, yeah. yeah. From I would say from SRM point of view, supply relationship management. CRM. I would say or uh, CRM from customer relationship management, whether it's here or there, or any any. I would say even 3PL just selecting that. So how can sustainability plays a role, and what could be the criteria of selection from your experience also in that point? Well, um, I think it's a very good question because it's represented. How would you like to cover um, sustainable supply chain throughout, you know, end-to-end -end, uh, network? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's very important because if you want to pursue that path, I like to I like to encourage everyone to focus on the nature right you you keep the nature at the heart of everything you do and you apply into it and how how would you select and how would you use the criteria to select the supplier um, relationship management or the crm to to manage the customer and all that i think it depends on you you need to know your customer uh, you need to know your business inside out and how would you reinforce that because you know when it's a small company or medium-sized company you might be able to manage it manually or you can go face to face uh, to customer and all that but when the company grows so large it's larger than the amount that you can can handle it manually you're going to set into the policy you know set into the policy put in the contract put in such a term that people can realize that this is the guidance that we want this kind of supplier to work with us you need to comply with our sustainability policy and goals that we have we want to to give the business to people that also put and emphasize the the importance of the environment and social impact into their product and service as well so you need to use that as the as a policy put it in the place that people will know where you stand and they mm. need to comply with you right most people i believe that most people would comply with the law and regulations and they want the business and they need to comply with your requirement as well so how would you do that uh, instead of go chasing the supplier you set up the clear expectation set up the right policy put in the contract before you award them right they know that they need to read it and um set up the audit system that you don't tell them in advance you can go audit them because you want to caught them off guard right you want to caught them that you comply or not you just set the random or even as a third party um company yes. audit for you and that way everybody will know that you are very, very serious about it so if um the leadership stand for it everybody will follow you know, it because they set, the, they set the tone of the culture and expertise, right? It's just go down from, from the leadership. I'm sorry, leader, leaders, but it's, it's all on you <laughs> in some way because you need to set the trend and all that. But if you don't have that kind of leadership, you need to be the one who, who stand up for it. And um, I believe that the good people always bring in the, the good policy and the way that they practice is certainly um, um, more harmonious in some way it is certainly depend on the person did yeah. i answer your question uh, great. i think a uh, great point uh, to add uh, to you jit uh, of course we try to do our due diligence before uh, anything of course as you said uh, about the suppliers and about the customers and it's very good because some uh, companies are just ch uh, chasing cost efficiencies so it's not enough sometimes you go for reducing the price or you think that you did a great uh, job or winning uh, reducing the material price and but uh, you're not working with people who are adhering to any environmental uh, uh, rules or anything and suddenly you find them maybe closed or shut or their government uh, shut them down or anything so it's not only about the cost as you said it's very good to add this uh, this to the contract about the 
uh, all the sustainability goals and, and make sure that uh, it's a reliable uh, supplier, as you said, or approved supplier. And, uh, and like you said, adhere to your, to your vision and, uh, and your mission and the goals of your uh, company. So uh, great uh, add, Jit Ahmed. You need to add anything before we take some questions from our... I cannot add anything after you guys, but just uh, one thing I would say, I love what you said, it's that due diligence, it's not only when you do a selection, I would say from SRM point of view or just a 3PL point of view, you have to select it rightly, just you should have like the right risk assessment from a business continuity plan. As you said, it's not only about just uh, cost-driven, because cost-driven, cost you will be short-sighted. Yes, maybe the business, you will uh, drive some margins, higher margins the short term, but then after that, you will have a big problem and you will not be able to have your continuity and to be in the market. So these kind of things, it should be, uh, I would say, stress from the leadership when they take a decision, they should have this kind of stuff. And I believe also some of uh, uh, services and even um, government, there are some suggested 3PLs and uh, suppliers for specific oh. materials, and they, they are well known because of their clear history and how they, are, they uh, just maintain sustainability. So this due diligence and taking the right, I love what Jet said, that maybe if you don't have the experience in that point, you can ask oh, some yeah. experience, yes, 3PL, that they, uh, they know how to do it in terms of ISO. They go and do their uh, researches, their surveys there and find if, if it's okay, just move on. If it's not okay, don't move on. But element of sustainability, I believe that it should be there in terms of partnership with any supply chain. That's all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great point, of course, Jit, because uh, maybe we uh, it started here in this uh, region a little bit, but it's good to know that uh, it is, it is. I think, there also in your region and USA that's part of the contract to talk about sustainability goals and all that. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. let me take some questions and uh, from our audience. Yes. <laughs> okay. We have uh, here, let's uh, first uh, say hello to our friend Violetta from uh, New York Great City. Thank you so much. And also Sharmella joining from New York. Also, New York. we have a lot of fans from New York today. New York. <laughs> our friend Vipin, of course, the uh, king of HR and uh, resumes. Thank you for joining yes. us. Thank you, Vipin. Thank you so much. This name and also uh, our great uh, recruiter and great friend, of course. Uh, this thank you so much for joining us. Thank of you. course. Thank you so much. The event saying sustainability for saving humanity. Thank you for joining sure. us. I so love that. yeah, very nice one. Karim and Komi, our friend from Egypt. Thank you so much. Thank you. So let's jump to a question here we have from Dennis. Dennis saying he's a supply chain manager and he wants to know how to use sustainability to help increase the bottom line and achieve leaner operations, thus zero waste materials that will go a long way to make me very efficient and build confidence in my team and even third party businesses. Uh, Good question from yeah, very, very, very good question, I would say. I, yeah. Yes, I think it's a very good question and I press you for that because you certainly would like to, to implement into your yeah. business and you certainly it's care improved. not only about business. your company, but your, your people and also environment as well. So I would think it's very important to, to know um, the vision, to have the vision and have goal that you want to achieve because everything needs to align from there, right? You have your vision, you have your purpose, yes, what you want to achieve. In mind, you, of course you want to save time. There are more opportunities for you to pursue, to achieve, and win the small win to, to mm -hmm. start with before you scale your operation or your project more than you think. Let's think about it. Let, let's, let's think about how we reduce the use of electricity, right? Electricity in, in your building, in the warehouse and all that. There are many ways in, 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 in terms um, of doing that. Instead of just to flip on the light, you might have to let the you know, skylight, make the skylight in some, in some area that mm -hmm. had the you know sunlight coming in if it doesn't damage the product 
or um, the temperature in your area, it certainly would help it. So um, now when people said, what about the cost that I need to uh, put into that? When it comes to accounting and finance, once you already invest into into that area, it, it, it considered the, um, the cost that is already um, invested into it. It will not impact your your account, but it depends on the, the account type that you use. But once you already invested into it, it's solely gone. They will not impact in, into into the um, the financial statement in terms that you need to keep coming back low because you you invest into it. So um, I would say it has a start with a small project. Start with with the goal that you want to have. If you want to. Um, Put it into. I'm not sure if um, the company that you do, um, Dennis. If let's say you you produce something, right? You you produce a product. You want to increase. Um, you you want to use sustainability into into it. You might even just you know start with reduce the amount of material that you use for the packaging, or the um, exactly. Yes, choose the the new type of energy that you want to use. Or even the clean energy, you know, there are many, many things that you collect the data. They have the system and platform that do that for you. You know, some some new um, energy company, they do that. They provide the platform that they uh, evaluate the amount of the energy that you use. And they can, um, that way you can um, track down or point, pinpoint which area that you so um, and also provide you with, with new choice of the energy as well it's and once you save the cost bring the cost down it also bring up the, the revenue at, at the end as well so say um, start small and let your team celebrate small wins because uh, people can see you know have the glimpse that okay we can achieve this so once you you put into into it some more you you can you can see more as well now i don't know where your company located it but um, when i was um, working for mattel we start the iso standard i'm sure in in asia we be very familiar with that the iso standard and it also include in impact in in environment and some of them even um uh, mention about the fair trade and they don't you know support in america especially they don't like to support the company that um using the labor um child labor or the forced labor those kind of things they certainly would have the policy into into um into the guideline for the suppliers and all that as well so um those kind of things i think i think you can do um you know if if um, if you want to hear some from some other people, you know, um, message me. I would send you know the the presentation that I did for aggregate for other um, webinar. I have those kind of um, information as well. Just you know, I'm happy to share. If you if 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 can help you get some idea how you can start from there. So happy to help. Amazing. And this is what I'm talking about when I was introducing Ruth, how kind uh, she is. And it's about sharing knowledge. And this is the, our platform and LinkedIn is about sharing knowledge and helping people. So thank you so much, Ruth, for this uh, initiative, of course. And Dennis can uh, reach reach out to you uh, anytime, please, Dennis. And I hope we we, we, we got to answer your questions. Uh, Khaled, do you want to add anything to, uh, to this question? As, as I always say that uh, Jet, she covered everything, but just I will add one thing in that point. Yes. Uh, I believe if it's it's related to manufacturing point of view, and as uh, Jet said, there are many initiatives, and I believe sustainability, it's all about attitude. So yeah. think that you need to, uh, if you're, you have a team, that the, the smallest thing that you have to do, just if there is any unneeded lights, it's opened in a specific place, you just close it. It's the first thing that if you want to apply sustainability. So this kind of attitude, it would imply in a bigger scale. And by this way, you could have like many initiatives. One of the, the biggest initiatives that I see, there are many co uh, companies and factories, they moved the, out into solar systems. So they rely like 50 or 60% on their electricity, just moving the, the full factory, 60% from the factory by solar system. And especially in Middle East, because you know that we have very good weather. At the same time, we have very hard, I would say, uh, exposure for the sunlight. So these kind of initiatives that will help you. And at the same time also will help you 
uh, I would say in the long term, it will ha- you will have better uh, cogs, uh, cost of goods sold or supply chain cost. Maybe on the lo- uh, short term, it will be higher because you'd have invest in capexes for the solar systems. But in the long term, it will it will turn to a break even point. At the same time, it will be better for sustainability. This from uh, I would say from manufacturing point of view. One thing also that you could uh, replace your uh, fleets inside the factory uh, being diesel you can use electricity electrical one just to avoid the emission of co2 inside it this one thing uh, i see if you're talking about also third party from warehousing and distribution um, there are many initiatives that came from diesel to biodiesel so instead of just relying too much on uh, fuel itself, you can rely on plant. There are some seeds that you can take it. It's not for sure. It's not available everywhere. But what I'm saying that this this initiative, I do remember it, it happened in uh, NGTEX in 2007. Uh, I still do remember that they moved uh, their third party, their transporter from uh, diesel diesel uh, relying into biodiesel so they remove they reduce the emission of co2 you have many things also i would say from the downstream side in terms of crm if you manage this attitude if you understand the uh, customer behavior the buyer behavior you can club all the orders in one um, in one i would say uh, ship to or zoning and serving many ship to point for by collaboration with your customers so you will reduce the number of trucks that you used every time and reduce your uh, the cost of transportation and at the same time reduce the co2 emission emission, yeah yeah there are many many things it's all about the initiatives and it's all all about collaboration and as i said always it's sustainability it's attitude Great, great points and very, very good points that you touched on. I, I love that. And I remember also because Jit was talking about small uh, steps also. You can start even with your team with the 5S. Remember the 5S, the sword, the set, the shine, standardize, sustain, this kind of thing because he was talking about lean. So you can start even with this. This will uh, do a lot of uh, reductions. And even if you start to set the time, people prepare their offices, they change their their culture, their mindset, this will start uh, this kind of, uh, of, of thinking of, uh, of lean, thinking of sustainability. And this will, uh, will start. So start with the mindset of your own team, like uh, Jit said, and you must uh, analyze uh, exactly where, where you are, where you stand so that you can start uh, build, building on that. But uh, of course, I cannot add like uh, YouTube also, I think covered covered everything about it. Thank you. So great points. And we have here also our friend Osama Zaid is joining us. Uh, thank great you, Osama. Thank you so much. Uh, let's take another question from our friend Karim El Komi. He's talking about leadership mentality and contributing the sustainability of organizational performance. So here it's a bit of leadership uh, question and uh, how can leaders uh, push the sustainability, uh, I can say, in the organization? What's your thoughts on that, uh, Jit? Absolutely. I think it is pretty much a very good question. So just like um, we mentioned that before, you know, the leader, the CEO or the executive in in the company um, certainly impact the culture of you know yeah. the expertise and, yeah. and the, even the culture how people will behave so even when they're not there the culture will still represent that isn't that weird but um how serious they are how true they mm-hmm. are will certainly impact the the quality of sustainability if you if you see you know um just like you you know the wind turbine um the wind farm that we have you know those things are huge you know it's, it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's it's bigger than the building and the truck yeah. they need to move that it need, need to have the special ability the driver need to have special ability because it's very very long i mean um the highway and all that is take a lot of time to to move it to install it to maintain it mm-hmm. you would think you would think that they would think about how to get rid of that or recycle that um, in terms of you know uh, environmental impact we found out from the uh, from the news that you know they just buried under the ground so how is that mm-hmm. going to to be true sustainability right it's not about a marketing campaign that you can 
can take advantage of the people or, mm. or the innocent people that believe in in such a thing. So be a more doer, be the real doer for the world, because that where where the impact would would turn out to be true. Because um, and nowadays unethical or um, if you're not transparent enough, you will not be able to survive because people have more ability or even a new AI will suddenly track you down, <laughs> right? The machine and all that will track you down. Oh, whatever you said is true or not, you, you need to keep your word. They will hold you accountable. Um, it's not the time that you can put it in the back room anymore. It's it's, it's not it's not that era. So that is, I think, um, it forced people to be to be more um, transparent in some way because you you have to be you have to be to be true to your word and your action as well because people 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 will hold you accountable. So I think it, I think it's a good question. So how does the leadership mentality impact and affect the sustainability sustainability and organizational? performance i believe that is everything it shows everything because if the leader doesn't really support it it will fail it, it will yeah. fail it would yeah. not it will not show the result we we all know that everybody know yeah. that if, if yes. you don't mean it you say it, you don't mean it you don't reinforce it it's not going to show result so yeah. i i think it's it's pretty much the major impact for it Exactly what you said, because I need to reflect again. We don't need to have put some flavors on the words itself that if I believe that that change comes from top down, it will never come bottom up. I keep saying that even if I want to apply or implement sustainability and have the attitude of sustainability, but I don't see that the executives, they don't support that, it will never work. Because yes. you will be united under a big waves every time you're opposed, you are you have the stake, it's very high. So leadership, it's everything. I love what you said. It's all about leadership. If the leadership, they don't support sustainability, it will be forgotten. This is right. what I, I would say in that. Yeah. Right. True, true. And here our friend uh, Kim Biles also saying beautiful words. That's the definition of leadership. Some leaders don't lead because it's hard and it takes energy. <laughs> true. <laughs> I agree. I agree. They take the short uh, cut and that because it's uh, really the goals and sustainability environmental, of course, it's uh, it takes energy to apply it. Right. Yeah. It's, a lot, it's a lot of time, though, you will, you will know that true leader come out when it's time that is difficult. You know, that's true re leader. A lot of times they don't even have the title. You know, there's people that yeah. they will stand yes. up for the people, protect their team, and don't even be the person in the executive position. So the true leader doesn't need the title. It's, it's the act and it's the yeah. moral that, and value that they, and people follow them even without the, the title and all that because they know that they will save um, with that person. So I think, um, again, when patients still uh, manage under the the um, organizational chart that person doesn't have enough authority you know you of course you can be the leader all you want but if you don't have authority to approve that which is come from what the, the one with the title it's not going to work in, yeah, anyway. yeah yeah totally totally agree 100 percent on that point I, I i have one question in my mind yeah. also but uh, do you think jet sustainability affects directly the top and bottom line of the company? And if it's yes, can you tell us your experience why? Absolutely. I think it, it, affect, it is, um, affect directly, both from the cost and for the revenue. So mm. here, here is a very um, um, uh, simple example, just like um, if you want to reduce the cost of the packaging, what you're going to do? You need to use the less material, correct? You need yes, to use yes. less material. You, it forced yourself to think differently. It forced yourself to, to come up with, with, with another idea that is, that is more creative, but also save costs. So once you, um, just, just even just the cut, uh, cotton box that you, that you use, instead of use the big box, and you use a smaller box. The shipping cost for that box is cheaper. The material is lower, and yes. um, the the process that people are gonna pack and all that is also faster. That is yes. save what? Save time, save energy, save material. 
that is that is one example. So um, it's it's a lot of other ways that um, I have some report that that I did um, for some company. It's just you you will see when you look into it, you put the head and the heart into the place that you want you want to make that happen. It it will it will show up um, your ways that that you you can do it. Um, in 2014, you know the the Dell company, you know produ- that yeah. made this job, they mm-hmm. enter into agreement with a new supplier. Um, they call New Light Technology. Mm-hmm. So what what's different with with that company is they capture the carbon dioxide from the other company and use it at a at a part of producing plastic. So that mm-hmm. plastic. Not only is cheaper than regular plastic, it's also biodegradable. So it works. Mm-hmm. It provides better quality. It's also cheaper than the regular um, the plastic as well. So is that impact um, the environment? Yes, is is certainly better for the environment and um, reduce the carbon dioxide as well. So the new light technology also can can provide a value for other manufacturing or other um, suppliers that they want to capture or reduce the carbon, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Carbon neutral and all that. They can capture that from from the chimney of the other company and earn that as well. So that that is that is another another um, example. So what it means is not only the more carbon dioxide that they capture, the more uh, raw material they can use to to produce more cheaper and biodegradable um, plastic to to supply uh, their company as well. So those those kind of things essentially force people to be more creative as well. So and guess what? They got the new business coming up, right? So I think um, it's a lot of lots of things that that come come up that way, and I think. I trust in um, people that you know we have ability to to adapt when, especially when the time that is during the crisis and all that. Human are highly, highly adaptable. So agile, just like just like yes, Alex said, he loved that word. <laughs> yeah. Uh, really great points, yes. Thank you so much, uh, Jit. I have also another question because <laughs> I know we have have many things about sustainability because really I'm I'm keen to understand and to have more information about that. So the question that came into my mind in that point, how to effectively implement the environmental management system in the supply chain eco system end to end from your also experience? Well, um, it's it is a good question. I, again, you you need to start with have the vision and have the purpose, mm-hmm. so that um, you know which area that you want to you want to um, keep the track and the progress and all that. And again, you need to set up the system in such a way that you can track your progress and show the KPI that is impact in in that area. If you don't know where to start, I highly encourage you to look into the 17 um, uh, UN SDG. You know, it's, it's certainly you can you can add into into that. Because why? Because it's also help you to to collect those data and put into the report that you can show to to the public. To your um, to your team that hey we certainly um, support the environment and social impact in such a way that you know people people feel better too right you feel better when you help someone someone in need and all that so yeah. you uh, the team would would feel like they do something that is they pursue something that is just bigger than just doing their job they 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 make mm-hmm. an impact that help other people even in the area that you know. Um, they don't they don't know about a lot of companies try to um, do the carbon neutral in and just you know maybe just you know support some program that grow the grow the trees or grow the plant that support the environment in the area that people are in need some people are doing that and they're using that as a carbon neutral program so those kind of initiatives certainly can help you know um if you live in the area that is fortunate enough to to take care of people, that's great. But you know, some people are still suffering with war. You know, they're being um, forced out from their home. You know, here and there. If if you are fortunate enough to help those kind of initiative, or even I I certainly believe that you know when you have the the healthy environment, 
it helped to stop the mass migration, right? You know, when when you look into into um, conflicts or the war that people people have, it's a mm. lot of time it come down to to the greed that people that have the power try to take advantage or take too much from from the from the nature. And mm-hmm. the people in general, the, the the majority of the population cannot have their hand or make a living out of out of um, out of the um, um, the nature or the habitat, or you know, human is suffer enough. And look at animals and all that is even worse. So I think um, um, take care of the environment, uh, sustainability is certainly save humanity. Just like one of our friends said that. Yes, he 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 certainly spot on. I yes, spot on. Yes, yes, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Great, great, great. So, uh, one thing I know that I ask too many questions, but <laughs> I <love questions. laughs> yes, but I, I I want to ask you about the corporate social responsibility. I would say from that point, what is corporate social responsibility and why it's important nowadays? Well, um, just like I said, um, we all are one. I mean, when the reason that I said that because I can feel, you know, I can feel, you can feel, everybody has emotion. So let's say if we are, you know, sitting down, eating, you know, some some meals and all that, and here comes, you know, someone very hungry walk by. Guess what? Your appetite is disappeared. You you will not. You feel like oh, I was so hungry earlier. Not 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 anymore. Look at that person. Don't even have anything to eat. What you gonna do? You 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 feel like um, you feel the pain and you feel yeah. uh, the suffering from from other people or other mm. animal as well. Even through the news, even through watching the mm. television and all that, when you see people suffering, you feel you feel the pain and all that, and is is not is not a pleasant feeling, right? So we can't truly be happy if some part of the world are still suffering, right? Mm. Of course, some people may think that, oh, that's their problem here and there. And yet again, how can you sleep at night? If, if if you if you know that you can do something from your part to help that person to feel better it's it comes down to the point that if you breathe if you still need to breathe if you still need to drink or eat it's, it's everyone's business so there's no doubt about it it doesn't matter where you stand for climate change it's mm. still you know this is the only home we have that we shared and who is in the right mind doesn't want to clean their home and <laughs> take care of of their their, of their planet right it's it's yeah. certainly it comes down to um ethics and moral that that yeah. people stand for i believe thank you so much i will not ask anymore i will leave the second question for hamas <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, it's a really a great, a great answer, of course, and it all boils down, like, uh, like, like you said, for people ethics, and uh, of course, uh, it's uh, all our responsibility, all to make uh, our environment better and to make sure that people uh, have everyone. We try to end poverty in our uh, in our environment and share with with other people, and this from where the this is from where came the term of corporate uh, social responsibility to share with others and try to help as much as much as you can. Dennis is uh, satisfied with the answer uh, good that you gave, uh, Dennis uh, Quinn. Thank you so much, Dennis, and hope we helped you. We have also our friend uh, Delchit Sinas joining us. Thank you so much. Our friend Ambreen from Saudi Arabia, of course. Uh, thank you for for joining thank us. Thank you. And we have Fadi Ramzi, of course, our great friend. Thank you, Fadi, for for joining us. Uh, should uh, I don't know. I think Khaled asked all the questions, and I think uh, uh, really uh, our time is uh, almost. Uh, we're hitting an hour. And, uh, I won't we have one more question. Huh? I won't ask the last question. <laughs> so, Please, yeah, maybe we can ask about uh, Jit about from her experience. Uh, 
did she see something like applied on on reality a sustainability project or something from yeah. her experience and as a as a great consultant of course she gave us examples of course about Dell and all that but through her experience run something through her experience or through the pro projects that she worked on if it's not very confidential something that you can share right <laughs> so that's the question in your mind Helen yeah I think yeah. that your mind I will ask another question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So, um, from from my, I did. Um, I hope that is not going to be, you know, um, non-disclosure agreement and all. That. I need to be careful. Yeah. But I did. Yes. I did a report. Try to find ways, the ways to to reduce costs, and I find that a lot of time it involves like you know save the energy just just mm -hmm. for that part, make the clean energy, make the impact for the make the fair payment for the suppliers, and you know treat everybody right, increase gender into you know equality into into um, the industry, you know those area is certainly can contribute into sustainability. And I would like to encourage you to, to look into it. If you don't know where to start, it's not it's not as hard as you think. You know, just just look at into, you know, UN 17 goals, you know, just to just to start with, it certainly you, you can do you can do a lot of things in there. Um, from from my experience is certainly electricity use and choosing supplier that aligned with your sustainability policy certainly um, can can make can make the at the starting point it's, it's pretty pretty much you you need to know where you stand that way people can can get on board with you and all that as well so um, um, third party logistics you know they they are pretty much at some point that you know you need to have the um, finance to to support the, mm -hmm. to support the project that you want to do as well so if you don't have enough um, financial to to support you to to support you with the new tool or the new technology that you use to save costs it certainly would be would be difficult for you but then again you need to consider i like to encourage my um, um, uh, team and the people to think because you know the cause of not transforming right you know you know the cause of not changing the direction that you that you're supposed supposed to go so um i certainly would like to would like them to compare to that because you have nowhere else to compare <laughs> if, because you know you know the result that um if you don't transform if you don't change what's going to happen in in the future so um that's certainly in in my in my experience and the report show very clearly and you can put into in terms of number as well it's safe it can save like you know um you know more than a few hundred thousand dollar to um, millions and all that millions. and it's not just the number that you make up it's the number that you calculate and prove to the uh, team that this is the number that you're gonna save because the bill that you pay every month, if if you let's say if you if you pay, um, you know one one company pay for the transportation for over two million in in, mm -hmm. in a year, so save ten percent of that is what mm. is already yes. you know four hundred thousand. So yes. yeah, so it's just yeah. 200,000, sorry. Yes. <laughs> yes. It's, yes. it's going to be 20% instead of 10. But, um, yes. In terms of that, you, you certainly can see the number. Mm. Yes. But you need to be true. You need yeah. to be true to yourself that you need to, to track down those numbers and prove to the point that you're going to save and use those. Um, here, I think, I think the most important part is people don't want to work more than they already have because people are already yeah. overwhelmed with overloaded. Yes. Yeah. You need to provide incentive to, to the people that they can contribute as oh of course CEO, you know, you will, you will earn more if you, you know, the company save this money and that, that, and all that. But if 
if you change perspective, hey, if we save two million, those money will not only um, go to the to the company or the supplier, will go to your bonus as well. Guess what? Yeah. You you will see the the participation is increase like crazy because people also want to earn more, right? So yeah. I think it's is being fair and uh, being transparent to your team is certainly encourage that kind of um, result as well. So people yes. don't want to work more if right. you you pay them less. <laughs> no, it's not going to work that way. <laughs> I love the initiative. I love yes. the initiative by the meaning. So the last question, I would say, from yeah. my point. So if anybody wants to connect with you about any uh, advice or about any consulting related to sustainability, what would be the best channel that he can connect or she can connect with you? Um, yes, uh, LinkedIn is, is the only um, <laughs> channel that I have to reach out to connect or, you know, my uh, website, World Wide Web at Supply Chain Advisor with an E, SupplyChainAdvisor.com. And, um, you know, you, you have my um, email and phone number from there as well. So happy to, to answer any question that you have. Or you reach out to our both Ahmed and, you know, they know me. They're good friends. <laughs> yes, <laughs> me. May I ask you just after that if you can just put the uh, yeah. the site site just put it in the comment after our episode so people they can connect yes. with you easily yeah in that point absolutely I certainly would do that so put in the comment and yeah. I don't know where it is <laughs> so sorry after after no after after after, after, after okay. not uh, not now after oh, because yeah. yeah yeah just the comments when we answer people of course and uh, uh Jit, it was uh, great uh, having you and uh, even until now we're still having a lot of uh, people coming in the dml is an ex-colleague and he's joining us from ivory coast thank you so much for joining us Sharmella here is saying it's her first time to watch live and great information so thank you for sharing your knowledge with us so this is like for us this is like this is what we're looking for really and this is what yeah. we aim for even if one one person is satisfied from what we are trying to, yeah. to transfer and the knowledge we are trying to give to people through the program and through of course our beloved guest and expert Jit Henschman uh, so thank you so much, uh, Jit, for joining us uh, today. And thank you, everybody of the Global SMB community. Thank you, of course, to my, my co-host, uh, Ahmed Khaled. Thank and, you so uh, much. Friend. Thank you, everyone. Thank you, Jit. And uh, see you, you next week. Thank you. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, guys. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to our Global S&OP Community Podcast. We hope that you have absorbed some values from this episode. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast to be notified every week with the new episode. You can visit our website ahmedkhaled.co or ahmedkhaled.co We believe that one word, one story or one conversation could transform your life. Stay tuned next week with a great thought leader in S&OP. Have a wonderful week ahead.